It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 813. What's happening, guys? What's going on? Morning. Top I, of the morning uh, to you. I found my beanie, uh, but lost it. So, found it and <laughs> lost it again because uh, I was going to wear I wanted to wear the other beanie and say, hey, I found my beanie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I couldn't find it in the short time of getting ready for the show. But do you know where yeah. it was? Have a guess where the beanie was. Uh, I reckon real obvious location, like on the floor of your bedroom. No, no. It's, where uh, was it? It's it's an obvious one if you think about it. Yeah. Um, it was wrapped up in my jumper, so I'd oh. taken my jumper off, and my hoodie <laughs> had gone into the jumper. But can you yeah. see how you can go crazy yeah. from that sort of shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, mate, it's um, socks. You lose your socks in your uh, in your sheets when you're washing them, and then you pull it out. You're like, mate, I ha- I put more stuff into this, but where is it all gone? Do you I have found, a top I loader found... or a front loader? It's all about that front loader these days. Yeah. I haven't seen like many top loaders. Don't really see them. Pretty affluent but, uh, to have a top loader, I reckon. <laughs> well, I or old school. Like most of the old school ones, like top loaders were the thing back in the day. Um, we had one, I, I don't remember, like it, I, I always thought that it was more affluent to have a front loader, like seeing Well, it. yeah, I think that, but I think what you might be describing is the front loader feels like something you'd see in the movies or something yes. like that. The, the top loader I consider more utilitarian. It's doing sort yep. of a bigger thing. It sort of it feels industrial. It, exactly. It's closer yeah. to... Charlie from Willy Wonka's chunk. You remember what they were used to yeah, do? Yeah. Like that's like the ultimate the old school top loader. <laughs> old school. Um, we've got a front load. I mean, they're all, I was going to say, there's no difference when it's a dryer. They're all, all front loaders, aren't they? There's no top load dryers. That's an interesting thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they do that. But um, we bought a, a, a dryer, game changer, for the winter in Melbourne. Uh, what sort of power I, is it sucking? Oh, mate, I don't know. I mean, i tell you how much cash it sucked. I thought, I was like, oh, yeah, it's 700 bucks. I was like, oh, whatever. It seems seems right. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good for 700 bucks because it has like a LED light in it. It's got all these different settings. Amy's always like pulling out some tray and emptying, emptying moisture. I was like, wow, that's fucking good for 700. She's like, no. I think it was like 1300 Oh, really? What the shit? <laughs> I thought, this you, is why I thought I she was going to say, no, the good ones, you don't have to empty the water. <laughs> no, no, she went full hog and got the, really? the like a really expensive one that should last. But this is why lasting? I don't buy these things. No, no, it's very, yeah, yeah, it's doing its job. It's okay, lasting. So it's good. My point being is I wouldn't buy, like this is why if you put me in charge of it, I... I mm. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't buy one. I'd think seven hundred's too expensive and leave clothes wet and soggy, and then just be annoyed my my whole life. I mean, but I'm I always with, planning f- for the future with my purchases. Uh, for instance, our fridge has um, the the front bit where you can put water, like you can get a glass of water. We've got a fucking rental. We don't have plumbing for that. You've um, got a fridge of a, f- a family of six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I Uber your Eats. Fridge, your fridge is twice the size of mine, has never felt the occupancy as my, of my fridge. No, it's definitely. literally s- soda water uh-huh, that yeah. you do, that you because you've got lazy using a soda stream yeah, and you yeah. bought like some backup soda water. Did you see that? Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, I did. No, I but bought, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, the Mount Frank. I got the um, Mount Franklin's got a great like uh, LaCroix competitor their raspberry oh yeah um it tastes like uh 
Schweppes raspberry. Remember Schweppes oh, raspberry yeah. soft drink? Yeah, yum. Mm. Yum. I mean, I just took a punt there. It was, it's me. No, no, you're, you're a basic on. bitch. I know I can, yeah, yeah. I can, I can get you. Um, I've just had a French press little coffee today. Um, I really, really wanted to go out and buy one, um, mm-hmm. but we should probably just be, you know, we're in lockdown now. We should be just trying to do what we can do from home. Um, I uh, yesterday I had a, a thing where I was like, I got so high on coffee, where I'm just like. It'd be like a... Ready for a fight? I'm, someone's trying to talk me down of having more. Like, I'm like the drunk guy at the pub who wants another beer. He's so pissed, but he just wants another fucking beer. <laughs> yeah. And that was me with coffee. I was like, I'm just launching. I don't... Like, I'm I'm too far gone. I may as well keep drink, keep drinking and I might... It might go the other way. And so, I just went so hard and had so many co- coffees. Oh, and, um, and yeah, I mean, this is where I, I... I don't know if it's like... I have severe soreness in my jaw muscles. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, connected to the amount of coffee I'm having or I'm just grinding my teeth at night and I'm waking up just like... There's definitely... It's it's lessened the last week, I reckon, but I reckon I was more stressed two weeks ago. Mm. Just not even... Like, you know, when you you, you need stimulus. some sort of... Stimu- stuff going on. Stuff going on, but then you mm. need some kind of feedback that tells you you're stressed because sometimes you're just in life mm-hmm. and you don't know. So and so, one of... and. The jaw, like me having a sore jaw mm-hmm. is like, what's going on there? If anyone knows stuff about why it's happening, what you've done to fix it, please email us, hi at the dailytalkshow.com. But it's it seems like a... I heard one thing. You know those rollers that we got from... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the jade yeah. eggs on a stick that you <laughs> move around. <laughs> if I hope it's not a fucking jade egg on a stick, then I'm... No, just think about they're, they're that. All the same, they're all the same. I think. <laughs> the same sort of stone, maybe. But I, but I was... Someone apologies. said that you use that to massage mm-hmm. and that yeah, releases. You do. But, you oh, go it's right. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's it's not helpful. Me having sort of my beard and neck beard and stuff... It's yeah. a little bit caught up. But no, I'm the same. I, I drank so much yeah. coffee yesterday because um, <laughs> Brie uh, had two photo shoots, which were like the final shoots that they could do at Hey Tiger, the chocolate company she works at. We'll before, get it in before. Yeah. yeah because they're, um, they're staying open because they're doing food and all that sort of thing. So you can go on uh, Hey Tiger's website and buy chocolate and they're still doing deliveries. But they had these two shoot days locked in for a long time. And mm. so they were um, still doing it, but it meant that my coffee run couldn't be done. Yeah, um, yeah. because Bree is the champion who goes and gets the coffee each morning, and so I was. You, using- you legit thought that you couldn't do it. It you you decided I am not entering into that bullshit. <laughs> I just yeah, I've, it's, it's I've gone. It's too far gone. You know, I think that okay, it's like yeah, it was too fair. much, too much effort. And so I was like, I've yeah. got the mocker master. I'll make. I'll make coffee, but yeah, I, bet I was making a liter. I did it the last two days, and um, I've just realised that every time, <laughs> like, if you've been shadow boxing around your house, <laughs> yeah. well, I just <laughs> realised so how dehydrated up. I was, um, and so uh, last last night before Bree even got home, I uh, filled up my two liter bottle of water and just walked paced around the apartment yeah. drinking it all until it was finished um yeah. <laughs> but i just i did have that moment where i like did that and went straight and had a shower i just feel like it's, it's 
it's something that would happen where it's like, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. why is there no water? The shower's on, but it's it's not in my head. It's just your dick pissing no. out all that water. <laughs> no, but I just I ended up being like, um, I got a little bit worried that I was going to have a fucking heart attack or something because I'd sort of drowned myself and then gone into the shower like. I just sort of imagined brief finding me, and I I wondered whether they would, would if they would ever know, like if I was to have died, whether they would have said, "Oh, like there was a huge amount of water in him. He's, yeah. he's drowned." Um, Olivia's written through on YouTube and said that she holds a lot of tension in her jaw. The massage helps a lot. I definitely found that. I, t- I tell you where another version of uh, a signal of high stress or mm-hmm. lots of thought going on for me um, is the amount I think about, say, for instance, at our office, we get to close the garage when you leave. But then if you don't close it, we're in trouble. Like, it's an entrance. Like any house, you leave your fucking garage open. Most people can access the house through the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I reckon it's been the last sort of three months I've started when I do it and I drive off. I freak thinking I haven't done it. And I think that's quite normal that you're like, it's just like you're in this autopilot mode where you're doing things that don't require a great deal of brain power to sort of get through. Even driving, you're like driving, you're like, fuck, I don't remember driving here. Well, because you're thinking about other things. Yeah. And so you're, you're on that sort of auto mode, but, um, the, the way around it. And so then there's the doubt on yourself taking Mm -hmm. that action. Like, it's this weird thing where you're like, fuck, I don't trust myself at that point. Mm-hmm. But what I've worked out, I think it's a high, when I feel stressed, it happens to me more. Um, and then I, um, so what I start doing is taking photos of shit. <laughs> so I've just got all these oh, good. dumb photos of a garage door down. And I'm just like, mate, if uh, anything goes bad, I'll just text this to JJ. No, 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 I closed it. <laughs> I, cl- <laughs> I closed it, mate. I it's mean, there's a, there's a little bit of like OCD. That's a big thing that people with OCD do. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. For me, it's yeah. When when else do I do it? It's you. It's I think just around mm. garage doors for me yeah. that that I can accidentally tap on my ass, like if it's in my car, because mm-hmm. I've done it before. You know, that's when you it's fuck because you you do something once and you're like fuck, you lose trust in yourself. Oh, I'm a lock checker. Like I I definitely. And it's like with our um, with our office, there used to be an issue where the door wouldn't always close completely if people walked in. And so, I'd be oh, onto yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I would always create a fuss about that or I would always like be <laughs> listening out for, did I hear the click? Yeah. Because, and, and no one ever like, everyone assumes that the door's closed. So, that's the thing. Like, it's never a, um, you know, do you know what have I mean? You, I mean, you Yeah, yeah. Have you, no, but... No, but have you heard heard what George says? He's like my my saying that he yeah. started reeling off. No, what is it? Uh, rip it shut, because I'm always <laughs> yelling out, "Rip it shut!" And yeah. I don't even think about it. But like, Amy, can you make sure you rip the door when you go out? Rip and the so, door. George, rip the door. I don't Never know. Just, just just rip it in. I want to hear that, mm. and the the lock. I want to hear that lock. Um, so what's happening anyway. with with uh, Bodie? So Bodie's at home. He's um, first day, uh, first day of no no kinder, no um, what is it? Childcare. So we don't have to pay for it, which is always nice. Can you um, explain the the way that? So I don't understand. So ScoMo was 
uh, on the TV yesterday and he's talking about this childcare stuff. I don't yeah. completely understand it. So it's if he doesn't go, he loses his spot or something, but now they're saying that's not happening. But then so are the government then paying a fee to these yeah. childcare places? I mean, what I will say is that this shit, like where I empathise with the government needing to make changes at very rapid speeds for shit that's, like with what's going on is that it's think about the complexity we struggle to just fucking work out a few little things mm-hmm. these people are working out shit that's impacting millions of people and so um one thing i will say we haven't got any info uh hardly any info from the daycare because they haven't had the info and so the when i say info it's around payment Mm-hmm. And so maybe I missed an email, but I don't think so. So anyway, um, what they meant about the losing your spot, if you unenroll your child from daycare, um, it's hard to get them back in. All daycares, it's like you need to either be on a waiting list or you find one that sort of got a spot. Um, but it's not as imp- simple as like, I want to take my kid there and then mm-hmm. they will be able to go there. Like for Bodhi's daycare, where he's at now, he started on two days a week. Um, it was a try before you buy. They wanted to see what he was like before. No, no, oh, really? they, it was a, no, 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 no. It was a, um, we only have two days available mm-hmm. for him to attend, but it will open up. So you'll get the other three. So we transitioned him into full time over say a two month period, eight weeks. And By it's the end pr- of the are they weeks. private companies? This one's a co-op. And so, so it's mean? like so a cooperative, uh, like it's more the bins out co-ops yeah so they've got like um you can be on a part of it so you there's mm-hmm. i think someone is like a the the cto or someone helps with like the building of it right. someone helps with maintenance it's all it's it's interesting where Bodhi goes yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh yeah everyone's signed the form saying we don't want our kids on camera <laughs> so i'm light on work no but um where where Bodhi's daycare is side note it's a um I think it's an old orphanage oh, if, cool. in Melbourne. So it's it doesn't like, look like an orphanage. Oh, well, no, it, it doesn't, doesn't look like... It doesn't... When you imagine an orphanage, I just imagine like some sort of... Um, uh, what would you... How would you describe it? My, my nana grew up in an orphanage, so I just imagine like... Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, so I imagine like uh, uh, old school. You know, like yeah, churchy, real old like, school. You know, like a church. It's, uh, I, I think it's like... A long, yeah, yeah, that's what I think. Church, I think that's yeah. sort of like, but maybe years ago when mm-hmm. it when it was happening, but it's still the same building, which is kind of cool. And so now it's just like it's very Bodie's daycare is very old school, like the one I went to. That feels like, you know, no no frills. It's just like but it's, care it's for the kids in like great outdoor area. Uh, well, daycare's not daycare's just. But day when we care. went, I've I've been there a couple of times. It's like there's. It feels like there's spots to put bags or some shit. Yeah, like it's yeah, not this is like what a, they do. It's They're not gearing like a them house, up. though. It's not a house, no, but it's it's a daycare centre. There's all different but, uh, did you, age like, kids. I never, and, like, is daycare centre... You didn't do is, this? Is that a new thing? Like, when I was a kid, like, mum was at home or whatever. Um, yeah. And then when we got... Oh, like, once we moved to high school, then she went... Like, she, she was dental nursing before she had kids and then mm. after she... Um, she got back into it when we're in so high school. So there's 
there was creche and kindergarten, which mm. is for a certain age. Like mum had mum looked after all us boys, mm-hmm. three of us, um, for quite a while. Like she was, you know, had a side business of yoga, mm-hmm. but also looking after the kids. And so yeah, I didn't. I mean, we sent Bo to the childcare mm-hmm. at like oh, so young. Remember, he was like mm. so young. He was crawling at that point. Does he get to he, do? Will he do mini movers? What's that? Mini movers. It's like where you learn to tumble and shit. Oh Probably yeah, yeah, yeah. They all do a heap of that shit. Like mm-hmm. at his other so one, they did then, sports does day. The, and does the childcare become like they do all of the activities and shit? Yeah, yeah. So it's all dialed in, mate. They're doing awesome shit. Do like, they do so excursions? Much activities. Yeah, they will. They ha- that, at this one that he's at, they do. He hasn't been on one yet, I don't think. They walk around, they all get in high-vis vests and they have to go in a line and hold hands. It's so cute. And I think they go around just the local Mm. area off to do stuff. But anyway, so the childcare stuff, for for the decision they've made, which we were like, are we going to have to pay? Because if your kid's sick, so if he just has a cold normally, say a year ago, if he just had a cold, he could stay home, but you still have to pay your day fee based on... Your spot. It's just your spot. This is just how it rolls. It's crazy how expensive and so it is. is that and crazy not that you have to why pay. kids end up getting sick and then giving it to their parents because they're like, oh, I've got to fucking send him anyway because we're fucking paying Mate, for this thing. The, I mean, this is the rat race required. You know, everyone's trying to keep up. It's like that's why you go to work sick because you don't want to get your, you don't want to not get paid, and mm-hmm. and then you you send your kid to work. It's a school sick because you're like, I can't stay home because I can't do my work at home like it's a whole conundrum there but what what they what they set in place was like a an amount of days per year that would be covered by the government so there's like this they, is new they would cover COVID this is well <clears throat> from what i know it is new mm-hmm. what they've done in this new lockdown is extend the amount of days out to about 43 43 days covered by the government which means that it will cover the whole entire stage four lockdown, six weeks, mm-hmm. which means that parents aren't out of pocket and the the gap is being covered by the government so the childcare centres get paid. And so <laughs> And so the childcare centres are getting paid, the parents are getting their money, uh, not having to part with money. So do they Amy's do any weekends? No, no, no. No. So um the what so they have, uh, yeah, so we don't have to pay. This is Amy's first day mm-hmm. working from home and Bodhi's first day at home and he's loving it. So what is he, he woke up. He woke up fired up, wanted me to read him a book. He came in right. and um, got into Betty Buys with us and-, and Does he uh, get snuck. it? Does he know what's, what does he think's happening? No, he, oh, I said to him, you're not, um, we're not it, you're on holidays, you're not going to daycare anymore. And he said, oh, why? And I said, oh, coronavirus. And he's like, oh. Okay. Is Can holidays the wrong thing? Should it be just like you're working from home now? <laughs> he's setting the wrong precedents with him. That, so he thinks that he can just fucking screen time and he's not... Like Dude, what would he normally... But think about you when you were a kid. What would he normally do was, be doing at work? I gave zero shits about what was going on in the world as a kid. Like yeah. that's... I think that's the privilege of a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like the stresses... A three-year-old feeling the stresses of the world. But so what does he Him waking do up though? going, like, my jaw... Imagine Bodie's spinning the shit yeah. I am. Mate, my jaw last night. I'm stressed. I'm trying to lock the garage door and I fucking can't remember. But do you think the kids would have stress based on just like... I don't get it. 
like like from a consistency perspective like yeah like i wonder so for him does he just think it's the weekend i think he's at a sweet age where he's still very ignorant like doesn't you know doesn't un, doesn't need to or mm. I, he knows he says coronavirus parks are closed coronavirus this and that but he doesn't i i've heard that there's younger children who are experiencing some anxiety because they think about it you're just gone to school and it's a big enough thing to be at school for the first time as a five-year-old four-year-old and you and you're working out who your friends are and where you fit into the whole thing and why am i attracted to little benny over there mm-hmm. you know like it's all that stuff and then you're like sent home you're like you're not going to school and you can't really understand it yeah. Like, think about when you don't understand something, how uncomfortable it feels. Like, when it's, you really w- bathe in it and you're like... And so, what happens then... I'm with, out of my depth. With, from, screen, like from a screen perspective, screens are very important in 2020 to, like, mm. uh, you know, speak to grandma, speak to all the... Like, to speak to everyone, right? Like, to be yeah. connected with family, with friends, but it's also the same device where it's, like, a little bit destructive. Yeah, yeah. So don't like what how you do know, you, a how syringe do you helps people survive, but also helps people take heroin. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's a good. It's the same device. The, the um the the daycare are doing YouTube videos where they're going to have the teachers reading some books. Really, and so Can you send me links. I think it's about yeah <laughs> yeah. I'll send you a link. We'll put it in the um, in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, to see you see who's across it. Could we try and get one of them to go viral? <laughs> It'd be pretty funny. I mean, I guess we need to have gone viral to help them. Yeah, true, true. And so, um, I think it's about how what what he's consuming, and then mm-hmm. the habit he because he came in this morning wanting a book, which I was impressed by uh, because we read the book last night, and obviously he loved the book. And so, you don't want his operating normal operating system to become walks in gets movie. Yeah, exactly. Stays yeah. in bed, gets fed, mm-hmm. you know, gets gets his Uber Eats. I mean, this is your lifestyle at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got to get older. He, he needs to work for it. So, what's the yeah, deal yeah. as parents? What are the conversations you and Amy are having around how you structure your day, how you make sure that you're not blowing oh. up at each other? So, Amy is working from home today, tomorrow, and mm-hmm. then her company has stood down everybody mm-hmm. from Monday onwards so amy doesn't have a job from monday onwards for the duration of the lockdown so it's like so standing down because the industry is completely closing for the six weeks and so is that common across the board is every is do you know like you're all i don't know it's pretty i wonder if they're doing the same it's in like a construction so would it be considered construction yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah i think there's um speaking to our next door neighbor and they're a smaller business that just have small amounts of people on side at a time, so they're just staying open. But not it's mm-hmm. I think it's it's unique across the board yeah. what everyone's yeah, deciding it seems like to commercial do. But it's stuff might be a bit harder compared to like well, I mean, residential more, where it's like you know Yeah, the consistent thing is that there's a lot that, uh, how many people are gonna get lose their job? Quarter Maybe two hundred yeah, quarter two hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. people are going to lose their job in the next six weeks. I mean in the next week. Yeah. And it's not funny, be able all to these things like um, uh, let go, stood down, furloughed, like um, 
I used to use some of them interchangeably, right? Like, oh, stood down versus let go. But it's like, okay, no, yeah. there's a difference. So stood down, especially within the context of this stuff, Amy is on JobKeeper then? Is that how it works? Well, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. What is the stand down? The stand down is when an employee can't do useful work because of equipment breakdown. If the, if the employer isn't responsible for it, industrial action. Yeah, so if like a you worked in a factory and all the equipment shat itself, mm-hmm. they have to stand people down based yeah. on something that isn't necessarily been in their control. And so this is a perfect example of needing to stand people down. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the other one? Furloughed. Furloughed. It's furloughed so I, it sounds firstly furlough furlough yeah so, oh, yeah, so glenn glenn from florida had mentioned he when um uh, he works in sort of the sports stats industry so when all the sport all the um events were getting cancelled they had to furlough a bunch of people and so what is furlough so i just furlough versus laid off a furlough F-U-R-L-O-U-G-H, reduces hours, days or weeks employees may work and usually has a finite length. In general, furloughed staffers are still technically employees. They they retain their employment rights and and general benefits. Laid off workers are no longer employees and lose their benefits and protections. So so I think furlough is the similar, same to stand down. Mm -hmm. So you... Aren't, I mean, actually, a furlough seems like you still are doing some stuff. Yeah. Like, but v- drastically less. Stand down is we're not, we don't, you can't work in the factory because it's broken, uh-huh. but you're still employed until it, until we get it back up and running. It's, yeah, I mean, fuck, man, this is, the stress is for people at the moment, even needing to work this out. It's not yeah. ideal. I'm sure the company didn't want to do this yeah. at all. And no that's one the thing wants to is, do it's like shit. you can't, um, I think that it's hard making decisions at the moment because it's you're on a certain path and you you make promises and you say we're going to do this, we're going to do that, mm. and then well, out we've, of your we've, control things happen. It's like okay, well, um, I think that sometimes like maybe we've even been immune. I think that you and I have been somewhat immune to the announcements in some regards because we've done such a good mm. job of like keeping the daily talk show going and doing stuff and progressing. There's never been, it's not like a factory or something where it's like, oh, the factory's Mm. burnt down so you can't come in. It's like there's always progress that can be made, but I think Mm. that within that ambiguity it becomes potentially even less clear or we give ourselves less opportunity to be clear on what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so bizarre. Just... If if you thought before that you could see so before the luxury, mm-hmm. or the the thinking could be, we're deciding on a new direction. Let's lock that in and go for gold. And and we've and at the start of the year we actually did that. It's like this mm-hmm. we're in control. We're we've been the ones that mm-hmm. haven't set us on the right direction. So we're going to cement a direction and get started. And we did that for our business. And then that COVID hit. And you just saw the destruction it had and the upward uh, trajectory we were on that just was, you know, cut at the knees. And so, at that point, I mean, we've set out probably three, four directions this year mm-hmm. and then <laughs> had things outside of our control uh, cut them down. So, and where so does at that point, ownership, where does personal, like, 
<coughs> ownership come into these types of things? Well, I think what you've said there is for us. So ownership relating to so I mean where we we're take, off to what yeah, we've no, done. Extreme ownership in regards to like personally, like so for us, I think that we own our decisions because we're we're <clears throat> building something that's a hybrid model. There's the original content like you're listening to or watching now and then there's the client stuff and those conversations and then there's the middle ground where it's like we get uh, uh, paid to do things within this show and so we have always taken a an extreme ownership approach where it's like um, there's no system, there's no pathway, we're building this hmm. from scratch and so what what I'm finding interesting is I think that I'm trying to take a little bit less ownership around like, and maybe that's uh, another framing of it is just a level of detachment where it's like, mm. uh, like it's all like, it's all going to be fine. You don't have to worry about um, the next six weeks survive. Uh, Dan, Dan Andrews started using, um, the phrase um, or the term pilot light, which you fucking love now. Yeah. Never heard mate, of mention pilot I mean, light. Yeah, fucking, there's nothing. <laughs> I don't even fucking understand it. What, what, Have what you ever, fuck? no, okay. Maybe it doesn't resonate. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, it's to be honest. on and it's fucking. Our pilot it's light. The hot, it's the hot water <laughs> thing, yeah. It's the pilot our light. Pilot. We don't have hot water. Is that how it works? Yeah. Our pilot light went out at this house. I had to get my next door neighbor to sort it out. Yeah. <laughs> so you, gotta be, yeah, you just light it. Well, I mean, it, it, sometimes it's a bit annoying. Like, I don't know. I so this is what you don't want. This is what you don't want. You don't want your pilot like going out. And Daniel Andrews has said businesses, which before was hibernation, mm-hmm. that was the term. Now it's we're putting the economy uh, on, on, onto pilot light mode, mm-hmm. meaning it's, ju- it's burning. It's yeah. still there. It's still alive. There's gas going into it, but you ain't getting that flame yet. And so when you think you can get flame in pilot light mode, but you're just restricted because you're still on the pilot light setting, you'll feel out of control when you try and just fucking light a light a big fire. It's, it's like a trying torch, to get that big yeah, flame. It's like the Olympic torch. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, it's still got fire there. I think the pilot light is it has, uh, describes more of the soft element yeah. to it. But sometimes the, you call it pilot mode, which I pilot think is mode, actually different because a pilot's, <laughs> unless you're an autopilot, I think that what you're yeah. getting confused with is autopilot, <laughs> pilot lights and pilot mode. I uh, haven't wanted to bring it up during thing. the time because it's, <laughs> well, I think that pilot mode, pilot mode, I feel that we're, we're fucking, our hands are on the, um, what, is, what is it called? The yoke. To know what's that? It's the, the fucking the thing that they use to fly the plane. Is it? Is Never, it yoke? I'm not an aviation yoke guy. Plane. Is it? You mean the steering wheel looking thing, like the? Uh, it's a yoke. The thing that you pull yeah, back. Me. Actually, I could get a fucking honeycomb alpha flight control for four hundred and fifteen bucks. <laughs> That'd be fun. I could. Wouldn't it be? But anyways, fun? I could bring up the A three eighty thing. Uh, maybe we so could. The, f- yeah, go on. I think the control. What, what's the What's the learning? The The learning could be. The control we once had is no longer the control we have now. So it's a, sh- a shift in what it, what we are able to control. So it could be a false sense that we had control of the, or or it was a true sense that we had control of our uh, trajectory based on 
no movement, no issues within the economy or within, you know, no rules like we have now, stage four. And so they are gone. So it, what what are you in control of then? You're in control of what we can do in the new in the new confines of stage four and the economy. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it's shifting. So there's a grasping and grappling with the new version of the landscape that then we have to work out what are, what can we control. And so then it's all it all comes back to us, right? I think you're doing a fucking great job of working out what you can control for yourself mm. that will make you be able to get through this time. And so it's like I think it's just like yeah, it's for me and it comes out for different people. Um but yeah, for me it's that like connectedness or whatever or it's like the um like already my phone times down 40% from last week. Really? It's like an, it's an improvement, but it's still got it's 40% means that I'm at six hours a day, not 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it still has a way to go. But yeah, it's interesting. It's also interesting as you, um, uh, there's a great book called Essentialism, which I, which I love. And it's, it, it talks a lot about, it's, it's sort of like, um, minimalism with a, a slightly different skew. I really like it, but, um, yeah, I think that for me, I'm trying to work out what's essential, but also what are the things... So, I was batching all of these things together. So, I was doing seven different things. So, I think that where Instagram or where or social media in general trips people up is it's a communication. It's it's so much. So, it's it does everything. So, it's, mm. like, a, um, it's like having a, um, a gym at a McDonald's. Like so, you think like I'm fucking going to the gym? Yeah, but you're also going to McDonald's, and so like this is the <laughs> yeah. this is the playground conundrum with Maccas. It's like yeah. Instagram has built a fucking playground at McDonald's, and you're going there every single day because that's where you go to get active, you know, activity and see your friends and do all that sort of stuff. And so for me. Uh, it's it's working out. Oh, I can actually use. I'm using iMessage way more. I'm just using like text message. Mm. That's way more fun. Fucking off all the the apps and stuff off your phone, um, and it feels like during this time when everything is so out of control, that seems like an easy one to do. Like I'm sure there'll be fucking heaps of eating disorders and shit to come out of this because it's like mm. a lot of these things come from. I'm out of control. I need to be able to control something. So I'm not going to fucking eat or I'm not going to do this. Mm. So for me, it's thinking about those things and maybe actually getting through. Wouldn't it be great if I got through some of my books? Yeah, definitely. And so then do you think it's beneficial to the other stuff you're reaching for in in life? Yeah. uh, What what do you mean? So that like that shift in just what you said there, Mm. how does that directly impact and benefit the other shit you are wanting to do yeah. in life. Well, yeah, I think it does because um, for me, I think about all of the things that I've been doing and then I say, are the things I'm doing, is that actually contributing to the the good bits of life? So is it like, is it giving me all of like the great bits and it doesn't? Like I'm, I'm very lucky I've... I have a great life. I get to do a lot of great things and I love what I do. But a lot of these things aren't actually adding to that. And so I think it's mm. just drawing a bit of a line, reducing essentialism. It's like doing the show, doing the... Like for me, 
I fucking got up early and worked really hard in the morning because I'm like, actually, you know what? I want to middle of the day chill out and fucking watch some baseball and I got all my work done. It's like I can fucking do that. Mm. And so I think there is a bit of that where it's like um, previously there's a sense that you've always got to be on and grinding and doing all of that sort of stuff and then you set that expectation for everyone else and everyone else is stressed. It's like, okay, Mm. well, what about if we give everyone the same autonomy? It's all about uh, what you're delivering, what you're focusing on, not creating heaps of distractions, focusing on mental health. Like that's a win over mm. the um, hyper-stressed f- version. Does that make sense? Well, Are you okay yeah, that yeah. I'm watching baseball at 11.15? Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Astros are playing. Shit in the morning. Um, Phillies played this morning too. So, if you, so these times that are stressful for people, um, a, a, a go-to could be get real, not stressed, but get really sort of active and busy with trying to scramble to make it work mm-hmm. but i don't yeah i don't know how impactful or beneficial long term because it, it might just cater to the feeling at the moment which is you're out of control and you're trying to just fucking grab at anything mm-hmm. and so the or externally stuff's out of control and so then you're you're playing that game of in and out of control environment what are you grabbing at you it's nothing's making sense and so what you're saying is the inwards control mm-hmm. versus trying to control the shit that isn't able to do so. Well, I'm sure like a psychologist would be able to um, elaborate on this stuff. But if you look at, so all of the hoarding that's been happening or the, you know, um, uh, collecting of way more things that you need, like I think that that, um, that mentality is a psychological reaction to the unknown. And so it's like, okay, mm. I need to be prepared. And so I'm not going to have abundance. So I'm going to try and create abundance by fucking ordering 50 water bottles as if our fucking taps are going to stop working. And I'm going to have like, you know, uh, iPhone uh, charges like batteries. So if the power goes out, I'll still have that. I have my beans and I'll have all, all my canned food. Um, and, I think for me there were like the fir- the first wave, so March for me there was a little bit of that where it's like I have no idea what ha- like what goes when this stuff happens. What's like what is the reality of that? And so you um you think you're being proactive and you go and you get all of that sort of stuff, and then we've had those experiences and now for me, I feel like I'm going the opposite route in the whole scheme of things, which is like, oh, what can I get rid of? I actually don't need much. Like mm. if you sort of remove like, I don't need that much to survive. I don't need like, if I've got, I don't need even fucking electricity for the most for the most part. If, if the power went out for a few days, it's like, it's actually not the end. I haven't left the fucking house for yeah. uh, many days. <laughs> Uh, I've got I a bunch not, of books. I, we've got fucking maybe we need some candles. But we've got some candles. You need some candles. I um I had an idea that I I wanted Turn to do. I realised that it was hard for maybe hard with a child in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, a weekend. The challenge is you're not allowed to use power for twenty uh, for forty eight hours. Yeah, I love it. And so you you have to use candlelight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how, what you what you're eating. 
but it's not anything from the fridge because you can't open the fridge because that's a, using power out of there. Mm-hmm. And so it is a challenge. You can't use the computer, can't use your phone, mm-hmm. you can't use any of that stuff. You've got to disconnect completely, no power, nothing. Because that means you can't even have hot water because there's some kind of power connected to that, I think. Mm-hmm. Is there? Yeah, yeah I reckon the hot water machine's plugged in. Connected hot to water the machine. Pilot light. <laughs> Because it could be an electric hot water system rather than mm. the way that ours is an old fucking shitty gas thing that has a pilot light. Yeah, but would you be up for it? Do you reckon yeah, you could do definitely, it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. It could I be a bit of a the, movement um, across the Gronk squad. We all do it and mm. we have to... Um, so we'd pre-record all the show so we don't have to think about tech stuff. Mm-hmm. But then we do a, a weekend where we're not you're not allowed to touch any power. No yeah. PowerPoint, no, nothing, nothing. Yeah, I do like that idea. Just a bit of a challenge mm. throughout the lockdown because I thought there's, there could be some stuff to do, little think about the challenges or the things we can do based on the time. I've got a project I'm working on, a bit of a building project oh, really? that I'm going to um, sort of release within the lockdown. I can't tell you much, but I'll, all a I will house. tell you, no, not a bee house. Close? Not at all. Bird all, house. All I will say is I'll be looking pretty good. That's all I'm going to say. Something. You're building something. Yeah. I'm going to be looking pretty good. An astronaut suit. You're nope. building something that makes you look good. Yep. As in you, like, on your person. Oh, I won't good? tell you more. Just, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. On my person. Just, I'll be okay. looking good. That's all I'll say. I'll be looking good. Doing some sort of crafternoon hat thing, hat making. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that'll be fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, I may have spent 50 show. bucks at Bunnings. I may have spent 50 really? bucks at Bunnings okay. to get this happening. On the company card? Or? On the company card. But I think so it's going to be an asset to the business. <laughs> no, no, no. It's going to be an asset. It's such a low-level purchase. I can't tell you. If it was 1000 I'd have okay. to tell you. Casey in the 50 YouTube chat says, uh, Tommy, so it's like camping at home, talking about the um, the challenge. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. I mean, I could just crack out the tent for, out the back. Yeah. But, yeah. Good one. All right. Well, I hope everyone's right, going guys. well, especially in Victoria, day one. Yeah. And nothing's changed for me. It's fucking... No, I mean, just, it feels quiet outside. Like, I can't hear. I'm excited for that, going. actually. I'm going to go look look out. The moon's been crazy, hasn't it? Oh, dude. Full moon. Huge. I've messaged you twice this week saying, yeah, yeah. seen the moon? Seen the moon? It was... Oh... It was like perched when we drive into the city. It's perched above the buildings, just like big and orange and just, oh, it looks so nice. Uh, Yesterday I spoke about a uh, documentary on transcendental meditation about the whole whole organization. I watched the doco last night. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it in Australia. It's called uh, David Wants to Fly. And it's a German filmmaker who um, follows around David Lynch, who's um, a well-known sort of advocate and supporter of TM. It's interesting. I think that what I took away from it is TM, the meditation stuff, is really beneficial and it is like it does help heaps. Yeah. Unfortunately, all of these other things have been bolted on, Mm. which like what's with gurus – Fucking their followers. Can we? No, why can't no, like? No. What's the What's the deal? 
Sam Harris in his app talks about gurus mm. a bunch. And so, I mean, this is the thing. It's just, think about, it's ego at that point. Like, if, if you were manipulating people and mm. f- and benefiting from from individuals doing yeah. things you say, like, there has to, the ego is very smart and either they, they convince these people that are, in air quotes, enlightened mm. to start acting this way. It's 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 phenomenal. It's not all people, I mean, this is the problem. It's like... Not all priests are pedophiles. Not all gurus are sex pests. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of gurus that have become sex pests. And but there's the, a lot the of thing pre- is, I priests think that have become the, pedophiles. The formula or the sort of over, like the exaggerated energy that goes around these people puts them into, yeah. like, they're like rock stars. Yeah. They're like God. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what, like, that's know. a I mean, reason. I don't know if I could. Um, I don't know if I have it in me to be like to have a guru. Like I like the idea of the meditation stuff, but I just like he. You know that everyone shits. Like yeah, there's no I think stopping, there's, like, so. But so what is it? So just quickly, mm-hmm. it, uh, the the label of guru is one. That I don't know who's given it to them, but then so what does the term mean? Like it's a, it's probably a. Um, guru meaning like it's where's the word from mm. a Hindu spiritual teacher so it, that's what it is a Hindu spiritual teacher so guru in the western world has become that mm-hmm. you know the almighty it's like a god it's like exactly and so this is where where you're where it's being used is usually mm. like you're not calling Sam Harris a guru I don't think it fits but he's my spiritual teacher. He's a but is it just because, is, a meditation so that, did teacher. You sent, me, you, you sent me a bit which talks about sort of the um, the aesthetic of being enlightened or whatever, right? So it's like you're going to grow your hair a certain way. You're going to be dressed, you know, dress a certain way. Yeah, spiritual um, materialism. Yeah, and so is it just the reason why you're not resonating with Sam Harris as he's your guru is because he looks like he could be an accountant? No, but what I'm saying, I, I think, is the guru term, what it actually means is a Hindu spiritual teacher. Sam isn't a Hindu, and but he's a he's somewhat of a spiritual teacher. Um, and so, usually, the people that are gurus are people from India. And so, but so uh, that, Ram Das, Ram Das, mm-hmm. Ram Das had gurus. He was a very, very prolific meditation teacher um, who passed away a couple of years ago he he was the closest thing I, I I think to what could be a guru of from the the Western world but he never thought of himself as a guru he had his guru and so who was an in, who was a Hindu spiritual teacher which is but so this is what the, the TM essence of a guru is Maharashi or whatever Maharashi yeah, Maharashi. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mahesh Yogi, he's like, he's an Indian guru. Like that's all, like the, um, it has all the signs of what you're describing is a legit guru or like what the um, the more sort of uh, original um, wording describes, but it yeah, still yeah. seems pretty toxic. Like um, you watch a... Uh, so my like mum has a guru. My mum yeah. has a guru. Mm-hmm. Paramahansa Yogananda, who was 
uh, unbelievable. He came from, I think, India to California mm-hmm. to Hollywood. I mean, this was 90 years ago and he brought the teachings over there. And and so there is a power. There, he was one. There was people into him, though. Like, there was all those things, but I don't think he... He doesn't have a bad rap like some of these. Well, so others. the thing yeah. is that it's not necessarily a um, about a bad rap. I guess part of it is I just wonder whether a guru there's a an, a level of individualism within a guru, which is like there's this single like if you zoom out, an individual isn't their ideas or they're not like, and so. Their ideas can be transformative. They can be they can be doing amazing things for the world, but I feel like potentially by putting a name and a face and a, and and all of that to it, it, then that's where it sort of gets muddied. Can you not have all of this stuff without the prophets or the the um, the individual people? Christian Hull says the- people follow people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, the, who's that guy that was on um, your boy's podcast, Kevin Rose's podcast, um, Lockman or something? He yeah, he yeah. Um, he was saying that there's a version of practice meditation that requires a guide, but then there's also the bit that doesn't. It, requ- mm-hmm. it can require you to listen to a few sort of, uh, you know, I was going to say tapes, but no one fucking listens to tapes anymore. A few guided meditations on YouTube, a podcast, whatever it be, um, or it can just require you to take the thought and place the attention to your breath or, uh, you know, one of these areas that allows you to create some, you know, concentration that gives you a benefit of that. But there is a version that requires a teacher. And so, people so like which is the te- Paramahansa so Yogananda, he, who would be seen as a guru, is also teaching. Like these people have written books that help guide you on your journey, and so aren't they just it's a not vessel about, of information, though? Like, yeah, of course. They, but, but but what else have we got? But wouldn't well? But I think that, and I don't know enough about this stuff. But I, I'm just going based on what I'm sort of thinking and feeling. Um, and the feeling is, if this is all a great, it's like the TM stuff, right? If it's a great idea, if it, if it's transformative and it's going to bring world peace and all of this sort of stuff, why? Why have a company? Why, why turn it into this? Yeah, you know, uh, cash generator. Um, yeah, and then that's where it's like that could be the warning signs, or when someone is trying to make a shitload of coin out of it. I mean, there's but there's a bunch of people. So then, you can't just do everything for nothing in life. So Sam Harris, the amount of people mm-hmm. he's impacted through his app that costs $140 a year, he also gives it away for free if you can't afford it. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. But for me, that so at feels, that point- it feels different though, right? I think that the the difference that I'm, I'm trying to reconcile is it's like why do you need to – why do you need to have the individual at the centre? Is it just – it always seems convenient that, yeah, like they've got – they've come across – based on like generationally or through passed down or whatever it is, they have received this great information. And the bit that I feel is the um, the bit that I'm not sure on 
is there's all this truth around, okay, psychologically or like from an impact personally, it has a huge impact on people. Do we need to connect that bit mm. with the story of them being able to lev- uh, levitate or like fucking fly? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so the, why what, not? Well, like, they've taken one good thing. They've taken something that's really great and beneficial. And so it's like you could be... And, but then also piled it on with all these other things, which then... Of course, but what is that? That's that's ego at that point, just overriding and creating these this version in someone's mind to go down this dark path. Um, Rory's written through on YouTube r- referring to Ramdas, and he said mm-hmm. that Ramdas said, a teacher shows you the way, but a guru is the way. E.g., when you look at someone in pure bliss and all of a sudden you get a feeling for something that can't be taught. And so if you start reading, JJ, I think you're on a good path. You should start but, but re- so looking into people like is- Ramdas, listening to him talk about his guru and just and and the effects of these people that are pure bliss it's um so what i just wonder, call my mum yeah so yeah we should call definitely get her on to chat um because it's it reminds me a little bit of a um some reading i did on like what a muse is and like a creative muse and a muse is something that um like so creatively we don't we don't have the creativity inside us a muse comes in and visits we have a flow state or we write out all of this sort of stuff and then it leaves us. And so the great thing about a muse or that experience is it's not attached to ego or the individual. It's something that comes and you're you're open to it. So there is a piece of work that you're doing where it's like open to it, but at the end of the day, you're not in control of it. I feel like from a guru perspective, maybe this is similar to the perspective of God, so guru and God, like say if I was to use them interchangeably because I think there's some similarities, God I don't think is this individual, like I'm not a, a religious guy, but I don't. I wouldn't even see God as this individual thing, like, you know, the guy with mm. the beard or whatever. I see it as a... Um, a feeling, a, a a thing that can't necessarily be mm. quantified and the reason, and that's why it's like if we were able to create a picture of God or, um, you know, if we were to describe and say a guru is this and pointing to a person or whatever, it feels like that is our ego trying to describe or project what that is and it makes it feel clearer. It's like, ah, oh, that's a representation. But I feel like there is something... You know, in- I don't think gurus are gods. I think, if anything, like what Rory spoke about Ramdas is that it could be they're tapped into something and it could be God. It could be the, the tapped into that higher power, but they're definitely not God. Those gurus aren't saying they're God. The gurus are so, either yeah, tapped into a higher that. power. So it's like that exact thing of the gateway to that bliss. And so and but so they're, they're not they can't guru, I don't think guru and gods yeah. interchangeable. No, but, with no, such. but I, what I'm seeing it is it's at its essence my then this is my personal experience or my personal thought is that it's it's not a um 
it's not a flesh and bones thing. It's something that's bigger than that. And so they mm. they represent a state. And so for me, if we say that this person is like someone who was born on this earth and all this sort of thing, giving them the uh, elevated state of they are a guru or they have found it, for me, it feels like there's a level of comparison is not the right word, but it's like looking to other humans or other people as a way of trying to understand your own spiritual journey versus um, looking at the – like seeing the qualities, so not necessarily seeing the qualities from that individual, but being like, okay, these are the virtues or the qualities that I think having a state of calm or enlightenment or whatever you want to call it, like it doesn't need to be attached to someone. And I feel like yeah, but then how, where do you? I mean, where do people are? You need teachers, you need guides in life. Like, so that yeah, because but there so is stuff that we don't teachers. know that someone else can have. So, but we can have teachers without turning them into rock stars. And so, if you look, of course, at, no. But this is but, where it's. I don't think there's any any thought that there hasn't been gurus or people that use the term for themselves. Gurus so Bikram using Bikram as an example, wrong. or using. Um, uh, this example with TM. Uh, I think what you should do is look is look to and 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 hear people talking about the ones that are positive. You watched a bunch of docos that are ne- you're referencing the hu- the highly I'm, yeah, I'm doing the ones that are the guru. The I'm talking about the biggest things that like the the from a Western culture perspective, like the dude. There the is so many. I I don't think they are. Like I think they have. Trust me, like there are so many more out there that are huge and have huge followings that aren't this. And so, and the, so what's not- the so the pushback, the pushback on it, um, or the the thought, the thought around no, 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 the gurus have something like you need to listen to them. Or how how would you describe your feeling or your um, the protective? nature of talking about gurus or you need to know more yeah i I just okay i haven't there is something when i listen to ram das that i feel connected to him and i don't know him i'm listening to his voice Mm -hmm. i'm so highly engaged and the words he's using and what he's saying feels so aligned with what i think but i can't explain it i couldn't articulate it the way he does i'm He's tapping into something and he doesn't even, he's not calling himself the guru at all. He talks about his experience with his guru that is a, uh, the experience of bliss, pure love, like all these things that uh, he's just ref- he's just talking to his relationship with him and the teachings he got from him. Not even at a verbal level, at a connectedness, like a... A heart level. And so, I think if you were to just listen to this stuff, listen well, so, to and just go down that path a bit so that's to what understand. To, and that's what I do. Like, I fucking, like I, I've got a bunch of these audio books I listen to, Dalai Lama talking about all this stuff. Like, the, I've got no issue with the message. I have no, like the, the messages and the, all the things you're describing, like they're spot on and it's amazing. The question is, 
these are ideas that are um, uh, that are universal, or it's it's things that we can take on without. If you take away the name from or the 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 person or the personality, the individual, the human behind the words, I just want. But I that's where want- you get to. That's where these people have got to. I think what you're talking about is. Um, people that are looking to gurus, they're not there yet. They haven't worked that out, I don't and think. And so, that, that's what that I'm probably confused get... about is the, um, but there's a, me but being sceptical gu- of guruism or whatever it's called, and but being very interested in the spiritual experience, working on meditation, mindfulness, all of that sort of thing. Yeah, so, the I don't, pushback I, like I, on the guru bit, I feel like when I mention... I'm not sure on this guru thing. It's like, no, you need to do more work in understanding what they actually are. And part of yeah, it, yeah, I, I think, think so. is that you can't you can't just say, well, it's like priests or anyone, like you can't say uh, everyone in this area, you know, is uh, is problematic or whatever. But I think, mm-hmm. I think that there is something problematic about having individuals that are your like human beings people who were born and the fucking like they're you know have you want to describe it them being the spiritual uh liaison or a representation of where you want to go versus the inner so there's a difference i guess between what i'm and maybe it's a, a language and a word thing teacher versus guru teacher i think is amazing a teacher is has things that they've learned that um they can pass on and you can you should listen like this isn't me saying you have all the answers don't listen to people it's like listen to people listen to what they have to say Mm. but uh at the end of the day they're a human being who's having a crack um, and we can listen to them, but the guru bit, the bit around um, uh, what where you can see it become becoming problematic or it being a centerpiece of someone's spirituality, I don't know. No, I agree with you. I agree with you on all of that. But not all gurus, spiritual Hindu Hindu spiritual teachers, are the version of what you're saying. And so, but, w- but what I'm, I guess, it. yeah, that's the part. The part. What I'm saying is, it's not the the guru bit. Uh, taking some being sex pests or all that sort of thing out of the equation, I think that the the idea of having a single person that is um, from a hierarchical point of view is spiritually yeah. above you or, or or something I think is the problematic bit. Uh, so uh, Paramahansa Yogananda, my mum's guru, died. 80 years, 100 years ago, whatever it was, a very long time ago. His teachings, his principles and practices and his his um, experience on earth are still impacting people today. And so, That's it's amazing. not like some yeah. guys, he's not benefiting as an individual in this earth right now um, based on him creating, you know, attention to himself. And so, when you look at people like that, mm-hmm. it's like, how does that sit within... You know th- that that sort of don't put someone at the centerpiece. It's like they're still helping assist people on a journey on Earth. 
at this point. And so they're, they're, I, I get it. Like, mate, I, w- I would be, if anyone outwardly said they're a guru, I'd be thinking, I'd be like, oh, okay, it's probably not a guru. So, but like, I don't the think thing these is, people no, are- but so I, I think that what's potentially getting missed or the bit that I'm thinking about is like, I don't think the them saying that they're a guru isn't the bit that I'm talking about. It's at the individual level, thinking, getting confused between the message and the um, the delivery system. And so I think that when you focus on yeah, the delivery yeah. system, when you focus on the prophet, the individual, the guru, the God, whatever you call it, you're, that's dogma. That's where you like fucking, that's where... I think it becomes a problem. All of these things are universal 100%. and they should People be. Do, humans do human shit. They fall in love with them. They mm-hmm. they want to be with them. They want to touch them. all this stuff, which I think is a, a layer that probably they haven't been able to reconcile or see. And so isn't then there a pragmatic see- approach then where you say um, the guru bit, the individual, that all that sort of thing, you can go down that path. You can... You can read that stuff if you're interested. You can read their autobiography. But the, the gold, the bit that's going to move you forward isn't the individual's narrative. It's not the guru's narrative. It's the virtues that come from it. It's the, uh, it's the posture that we come to life with rather yeah, I mean, than... Yeah, I haven't, but I haven't... I don't think if you... Like some of these people I've learned about aren't using their path is the like they're using exactly what you said and so the ones that you're like the bikrams of the world like these fuckwits that are using their narrative and their you know and their charisma like they're manipulating so there's the version that isn't doing any of that and they're not embodying that so you and can have people like, so there's thought leaders like so like if you there's there's people who like I'm comfortable with thought le- if you can be a thought leader you can have great ideas you can have people yeah, yeah, that it's yeah. like you respect this isn't but about it's just not for you like if that's I don't think you can get into it if it's if well, you have this attitude but I think like, that, it's no, just, but that's just I think okay that thing, no, but I think that the dogma in it is if you don't like the individual guru stuff spirituality and this this is not what you're saying, but this is how it can come across. If you're not willing to take the guru bit, you are not ready for the message. And my perspective is... I don't know is, what guru bit you're needing to take because I'm not taking a guru... Like, Well, I think that it's like when yeah, At you, this point, you're listening. Like the guru bit is just a, a label of, as it, as it states, a Hindu spiritual teacher. I'm well, just listening that, to the spiritual teachings from a Hindu teacher. At that point, and so that's that's what it is. Like at that point, if you, it's not about getting bogged down in the in the term guru or whatever it is, how do you even land on one of these individuals? You only land on them based on resonating with their teachings, and so but you, you can have resonate. To, so the, you can resonate. Uh, so you can like people are comp, uh, com, complex. So it's like someone can be. And we've like that's one thing we've fucking learned. You can have great actors, great directors, great all of these different things, but they're flawed humans in all of these other ways. And so, all 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 that I'm all that I'm saying is that it would be interesting. Hi, at the Daily If you've got any suggestions on this, like the the path to mindfulness, the path to all of this sort of stuff. 
without getting bogged down in what I perceive just because they like addressed differently to us or whatever it is like mm. there's still like ego isn't something that was fucking just created in 2020 ego's always been a thing <laughs> and so it's it's and just because someone was fucking it was 200 years ago or whatever or however long like that doesn't that doesn't mean that all of a sudden because they didn't have iPhones that they there wasn't fucking ego and all of that stuff attached um, I understand that there's there needs to be leadership and there needs to be um, uh, you know there needs to be voices who can be do a great job which is what you're connecting with that they can articulate something that you haven't yet been able to articulate and we need leaders and we need people that we can look to but the message is more important than the individual and that's all that's all that I'm saying yeah yeah but I I I don't know how many if you're getting conned by the persona before you've heard the message and understood and connected with the teachings that's well, I, I think, think that's a big worry I think that's that, a, that, I think that part of it is that, that it's um but that's what you're saying you mentioned the you know the the look of the people it's like but if that's what you're that that is a that is a, it's a construct of course it's like that's some ideal idealistic like you're looking to someone that has to fit that persona that's not necessarily how it works it's i don't think that is the majority of people are going finding someone like that just because they have guru looking status um it's the teachings at the end of the day it's the only reason you'll stick around if it does something for you and if you resonate and connect with and the, the other side is the same thing. if you I get think manipulated the sensitivity is that you've which i completely understand the sensitivity is it's like your mum has had an amazing life based on the teachings of a guru and the guru has been a big part of the teaching and has been talked about within the family construct or like the part of like the, when you're talking about things it's a big part of her journey and so mm. it's not well, off the uh, back of watching documentaries about evil gurus. Of well, course, I would think the same. But the thing, is, but of course, I would feel the same. It's, I mean, the, the thing is, it's not. It's not even about evil gurus. What I'm saying is that the focus, if you take away, like, there's going to be fucking great people. There's going to be great in every case. There's great people, and then there's people who aren't great. The thing yeah, is, yeah, I think that's. That, I, there's, we're definitely not disagreeing there. Yeah, and so no, the, 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 I agree with you is, on all levels. Yeah, on all of your points, there's a danger to it, but then, yeah, I think there's probably a little investigation into, and and seeing what seeing if there is somebody that resonates with you from these, from more of this sphere. I would prefer from, to have heaps of people messages uh, messengers like different people from different backgrounds, different sort of, um, you know, what not one specific uh, religion or one specific fucking whatever you want to call it and getting virtues and get, and I understand the simplicity or the power and the potential dogma though as well in being like there's this one, there's this one idea, there's this one guru, there's this one individual. Oh, I, don't, I one. don't know who you're talking about though. Like that's, I think that's silly if you've, if that's your, your approach, one person is my everything. I don't know if that's the way. Well, and I think that that's My mum's had many teachers. My mum's had, you know, her direct yoga teacher. And so um, what normally... That, from, that was in from, Melbourne. 
from um, and I'm wary of just being a fucking tr- trying to sound like an expert based on watching the documentary. But the the consideration, oh, dude, it's a real problem. I agree with you. If that's your approach, that one person is my savior for everything in my life, and I won't listen to anyone else, that's a dumb strategy. Mm. That doesn't and so make I think any that sense. that's where, like, I think that the um, leading with the person can do that. Anyway, I don't know if we're fucking making any. If you or, take that approach, you outlined a bunch of approaches that if you took that, it would end up in the situation you're talking about. And I, so I the think thing is, so, there's, there's people who it's like if you say a specific, I'm going down this route, I'm going down this type of teaching, all of the good, all the other people that you're looking at, it all feeds into the same one individual that it's all, all started from, right? And yeah, like, it's all tapping in. It's um, all tapping in. There's hundreds of gurus doing a similar thing, tapping into something of a higher power that's mm-hmm. not... That's not directly related to that individual. It's just like, mate, this this is fucking motivational speakers that connect with one person, not the other. So this is my That's criticism. This is my criticism of when people like fucking um, do this with anyone. If they do it with Tim Ferriss, if someone's like read Four Hour Work Week, and they're like fucking Tim Ferriss, he's a f- like he's he's amazing. Like it's amazing. All the, uh, like his messages are amazing. He's he's put together. He, yeah, he could be a really good communicator or, or doing a great job of bringing and synthesizing different ideas and presenting it in a new and exciting way. But Tim Ferriss didn't invent fucking passive income. Uh, and so I think that that's part <laughs> of it. My mum did. Yeah, My exactly, fucking mum did. Exactly. Um, but does <laughs> that make sense? learned it from her guru. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that super, super basic principles that um, you can't get all your information from one source. Mm-hmm. Um, the world is varied and, and everyone's flawed. Like this is, all these things are, are spot on. And so spot the thing on. that I think that maybe what's getting missed based on the conversation, I have no issue at all with every, whatever your individual spiritual journey is. If, if it involves gurus or whatever, or like a, fucking profits or whatever. The bit that I'm saying is that let's not make spirituality or let's not make mindfulness um, only available to those that are willing to use those constructs. And what I'm communicating... It's not. I don't think... Yeah. And so what I'm communicating is that uh, I will do all this, that like... uh, it's not like because I don't believe in the individual or not even believe in the individual, don't want to buy into um, the the following mentality, but I think that there's heaps of interesting things that we can gain from listening to these people. I will listen and listen to the message without necessarily having to fall into the following mentality. And the reason why I'm communicating mm. that is because there's probably a bunch of people who it's like, and I fucking used to say this all the time when I was a kid with RE or whatever, I was like, yeah, like I get, even I speak to uh, uh, my mate Nasan who's Baha'i and I talk about like, hey man, like behind closed doors, I'll be like, hey, like in regards to all of this, like do you, like all the virtues and stuff, the community, all these things are like, aw- like there's so many awesome things about all of this stuff. But do you have to believe in the story and how they got there? Like all this, like that bit that I'm not sure on. And that's across like all religions. And so for me... Yeah, did one individual actually part water yeah. and walk through it? 
Like, and, yeah, I get that. Yeah. And so my, my so perspective is you what's can. The answer? The, 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 the answer for me anyway is you can enjoy the fruits of, a, of being more mindful and doing all of those sorts of things whilst moving to the side some of those other things. You don't have to – it's not a black and white. It's not you take it in its entirety or you don't take it at all. I think that we mm, are yeah, able to be, you know, mindful without the, without the rah-rah. 100%. 100% doesn't require that to get to a place, you know, a place. And I understand. Of- and the thing is, I understand that for some people you do need it all. And for them, their best path has been what's the compelling bit for them is the stories, is the, the greater bit, the longer bit, but just it's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. All right. Uh, it's a daily talk show if you've got any thoughts. Uh, hi at thedailytalkshow.com. Otherwise... Are uh, you a guru? Are you a... Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, this is what happens. <laughs> we'll look back at this as like, man, did you see what happened when fucking they went into lockdown? They were real existential stuff that's going on right now. I think it's a good time because you're actually interested in this shit mm-hmm. to actually do a bit of exploring to see what happens for you. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm with you and I think that the other side of, of the, the non-toxic gurus is... Or not even gurus, just the the teachers of that mindfulness stuff. I think you cur- you seem curious about the mindfulness and meditation side of things, which is how you know it's it's awesome. And I don't think that I think that I'm wary of not hurting feelings or not um, disregarding people's ideas on what they believe. But I just think that there's the other bit where I think there is an option where it's like, hey, I fucking love all of this. Let's use that. So anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, The Daily Talk Show. Have a good one, guys. See you guys. Love you.